I keep telling myself I'll get there and it's just going to be a really quick thing. Like that's my whole, like everyone else slowly made it, but I'm like, I'm like that really flat thing at the bottom that shoots up really quickly. Eventually someday I'll get there. <laughs> no, no, no I don't even know not. what you're talking about. <laughs> I'll go from really poor to really rich really quickly. <laughs> Good. <to poor. laughs> I don't fucking know, fuck. So you'll be like the Bitcoin of us all? Yeah, I'm going to be the Bitcoin. I'm getting there. <laughs> I can feel it. I can feel it. God, Bitcoin shot up again. I saw. Like a shit ton. A, a fuck ton. A literal <laughs> fuck ton. I don't know what's at now, but... It's, uh... I think it, it just went past, uh... 20 grand. I don't fucking know. All right, my coffee's done. It's 15 minutes. Are we going to start this shit? I don't know, really. If life could just end, that would be perfect. Well, uh, welcome to the end. This podcast. Simulation. Fuck it. Welcome to the end of the simulation. Welcome to the end of the podcast. Anyway, I'm Mason with my co-host, Cubes. Hello. Did you read the story? Yeah, I read okay. the story. It was only six pages long. I would have been very disappointed if you had come in and said, nah. <laughs> I did read it. Half an hour ago. And by half an hour ago, I mean I started half an hour ago and ended it like 15 minutes. Are you high this time or did you uh, not do that? I didn't do it. I can't handle after being you just so can't drive. high last time. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yesterday, yesterday night. Yeah. I just, my brain goes, no, you can't put me through that again. You should have read that story while you were in that state. I actually kind of enjoyed it not being high. I feel like I'm still a tiny, tiny, tiny bit high from last night. Okay. But, uh... No, yeah, I enjoyed what it. What do you have? Fuck, I don't know. I got this new stuff. It was crazy. Fucking crazy. Oh my god, it's a moonwalking astronaut. That's a cool background. I know, right? <laughs> I saw that, uh... Yeah, anywho's. Oh my god, I hate selling things <clears throat> online. News. You trying to sell something online? Yeah. Some more of my dad's shit. Oh. You know. I was gonna ask a kidney. Kidney? I'm gonna need to sell one of those here soon. So is your financial situation better or worse because you now inherited all your dad's problems? Well, it's not it's not bad in either direction. It's like it hasn't really put a large load on on my financial situation. It's just put a stressful load and time consuming load. Oh, it's just like here's a bunch of shit that you have to deal with. Yeah, yeah. They're like, Great. Great. I wanted to deal with this. Yeah. I don't want to go sit on the couch. I don't want to go fucking throw things in the trash. So so wait, your dad just decided to peace out. Yeah, he and peaced. So your mom's still here though, right? Yeah, she's good. And your sister's still here. No, my sister's in Colorado Springs. The, I'm the only one who's you're, actually Oh, your younger doing... sister has left? Yeah, she went to Colorado Springs. She says she's coming back, but I'm literally the only one doing anything, and I feel pretty uh, stressed out about it. It's kind of annoying. That just sounds like you get to have all that money. Or... What money? <laughs> what <laughs> what <laughs> fucking money? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Good point. <laughs> what are you talking about? What are you talking about? I didn't about? inherit no money. That's not how my family works. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. I, found a, I found a cup full of change in the garage. That's kind of Ooh. funny. I'm going to wash my laundry now. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Oh, God. Okay. 
I was not expecting to take a week off, but considering how busy we were, I was like, I don't fucking, let's just not, let's just not, you know what, this is a hobby podcast, let's just, let's just keep it a hobby podcast. Hobbycast. Hobbycast, welcome to Hobbycast, or. Unless you guys want to spend some money on us, you know what I mean? Listen, there's been no, there's, you know, I see that there's, there's people that listen, but there's no indication that they're regular or they actually care. So until we get someone that actually cares, then we're going to keep it hobby, which means we won't have a predictable, you know, we can say we'll be every, every other week, but expect us to, you know, not show up every once in a while. Pardon me wants to, uh, do a, have you ever done advertising on Facebook? No, I have not. I asked you about that. I was like, should we advertise on Facebook? And you're like, I don't know how to do that. I was like, what do you mean you don't have... I thought you knew how to do that with the stupid t-shirt thing you were doing. I... Yeah. What happened with that? It was confusing. I did it. I finally fucking jumped the the thing and did the Facebook advertising. It's not that hard. It's kind of confusing, but it's not that hard. Um, And it's, you know, like you spend like $10 and like 2,000 plus people look at the ad. Or like at least like scroll past it. You know what I mean? I think we'll get some old people into this. Old people listening to our bullshit. Come on. Uh, You've heard the communist things I've said. Yeah. Also, I'm brown. Okay. That just scared away a lot of people. That does scare away a lot of people. (laughs) Let me actually take a look at the analytics before we start today. Oh, God. It's been a while since I looked at them. What's going on? Um, So the majority is out of the United States, 95%. There's Ireland, there's Germany, and India, and Egypt, and Argentina. Egypt? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, weird, right? Oh my gosh, it's a terrorist. Just kidding. <laughs> That's one of the first things, not that specifically, that my coworker had. Uh, did I ever tell you that story? What what story? Um, on my first day working at the county, um, one of the guys turns around. I'm sitting in the back of the truck, and he turns around, looks at me dead faced, and asks, "Are you a Muslim?" It's like, okay, it's a it's a weird. It's, no, but. That's a wow. slightly racist. <laughs> Not the greatest question to ask on your first day to work. Well, you just look at him like right in, right, right in his eyes and just go, Allah Akbar. That would have been fucking hilarious. Uh, God. Just just seeing what happened. God, pretty fu- that probably would have been really funny. And that's, uh, that's why I believe that all my coworkers there were closet racists. The, the amount of shit I heard was just kind of scary. Yeah, there's a lot of racists. Fuck. <laughs> we live in this country. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. Um. Oh, my God. Uh, we ter- we returned back to Arthur C. Clarke and uh, uh, read uh, The Sentinel, or um, I guess as it was originally published, The Sentinel of Eternity. That was, uh, yeah. I didn't really it was Sentinel of Eternity. Uh that's not the PDF one that I sent you. Oh. It's just it's just it's been published as either the Sentinel or the Sentinel of Eternity. Mm. That's what it was originally as. Let me let me pull up my shit. Yeah. This is the cover. I guess that's the Sentinel there or something. I don't know. I I don't I didn't understand the cover. It just seems weird to me. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. I'll take it. Why not? But uh, it, it, I got myself the uh, the collection of stories. Oh, you got yeah, you got okay. So so the the Sentinel of Eternity is the actual little short story, mm-hmm. and then the Sentinel is uh, anthology is uh, 
Arthur C. Clarke's like collection of short stories. So they all connect in story, like in like. I think so, uh, kind of. So let me let me do the doobly doo thing here. So the Sentinel or the Sentinel of Eternity was first published in 1951. Uh, it was originally written back in like 1948. Arthur C. Clarke had written it for a a BBC thing that was then rejected. So. Goddamn it, BBC. That's funny now. Yeah. Um. This is uh this is an interesting story. Yeah. It's um, I think there it is, yeah. There's a lot of fucking are these all short stories cuz like the content menu for this book is fucking enormous. Yeah, Times Arrow. Damn, Guardian Angel, Nemesis. Fuck yeah. <laughs> the Star. <laughs> so sorry, there's like Jupiter 5 for Eden. Holy shit. Yeah, no, I think these are all like these are all short stories. You just you just purchased a, a giant fucking collection of short stories. So well, it was free on Kindle. Uh, oh, it was. Yeah. Oh shit. Maybe well, you should go. Well, not Kindle. Like it's free for like if you have Kindle Unlimited or whatever the fuck it's called. Oh. Okay. All right. Yeah. So yeah, uh, it um, it failed to uh, place within the this uh, BBC competition and. Um, was then later published in Ten Story Fantasy, uh, 1951. Uh, the Sentinel of Eternity. Uh, it was then, like, republished in a bunch of other works by Isaac Asimov. Uh, or not. Holy shit. <laughs> That's the wrong dude. <laughs> <laughs> wrong person. It was later published in other works by Arthur C. Clarke. That's the guy. We, we return back to Arthur C. Clarke. I don't know if you remember him, but he was the guy that did the Nine Billion Names of God. Do you think the the uh, judges for that competition or whatever the fuck it was feel stupid you now, like 10 or 15, whatever years later? No, probably not. They're like, ooh, we could have chosen that guy, and apparently that guy is really popular. Yeah, I guess when like it was originally published, it wasn't really well-liked because... Um, the the sentinel kind of points out how small humanity is it's like well obviously come on right? yeah i know but they didn't like it back then they're like that's absurd to think we're so small that's a human thing i think we yeah, all have like a weird like, god complex going yeah yeah no um so so this is a, a kind of a, a, it's a precursor to the 2001 space odyssey book i noticed in movie um, so I guess Arthur C. Clarke sat down with um, Stanley Kubrick, who directed the movie, and they figured out that, all right, because they wanted to do a movie together. Mm -hmm. and they Then they figured out, well, how should we do that? And they settled on using the Sentinel of Eternity or the Sentinel as the framework, but but a lot of the things were changed. So Arthur, like, like when Arthur C. Clarke was alive, because he, he lived from 1917 to 2008, so he's dead. Yeah. Lucky bastard. We already covered that, but anyway. Yeah. Not like we had to cover it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he's dead. He's dead. Anyway, he's not. But anyway, if, if, you, had, uh, if you had said that, uh, uh, oh, this is, like, this is like the prologue to 2001 Space Odyssey, he would have fucking slapped you. And if he was an American author, I'd say he'd, like, punch you, but he's British, so for some reason in my mind, I think he's, like, he's, like, the slapping kind. He'd just, like, bitch slap you. Uh. And say no. Okay. Well, that's, I feel bad now, because that was my whole thought on the whole thing. I was like, yeah, this is totally a pre, 
Pretty cool. He was, he was quoted as, I'm continually annoyed by careless reference to the Sentinel as the story on which 2001 is based. It bears as much relation to uh, the movie as an acorn to a resultant full-grown oak. How, though? I feel like that's a really stupid, like, I don't know. like How does it not have any resemblance to him? Well, he points out that basically 2001 A Space Odyssey is, they took the Sentinel and then a bunch of other works that he wrote, and then Kubrick was there too, and they put it together to get something that people really liked. And then he wrote four books off that, which is 2001 Space Odyssey, 2010, 2061, and 30... What happened in 2010? Something about Saturn or... Damn, we still haven't gotten Oh, there. no, I think I don't know. I, I, anyway, that doesn't matter. <laughs> You're still behind. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Oh, my brain. It's okay, buddy. Just give me a sec. I'm just dying. Are you I'm still dying. wearing a hat because you're slightly still bald? Oh. It's going back pretty well. Oh, wow. That's really fast. How long has it been? It's been since Halloween. I don't fucking know what day Halloween is. Everything blends It's together. the 31st of October. So, October, um, three months. It's been two months. Two months. Damn, you're a hair grower. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like I'm not actually bald. I just have, like, a fucking horrible widow's peak. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's awful. It's, it's awful. okay, buddy. It's like the worst thing ever. I think the bald really fit you. Mm. Just saying, if you want to do that for like a year or something, all summer long, I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna shave my hair in the spring. Maybe all su- yeah, maybe all summer long I'll do like well maybe I won't go full bald. I don't know. I that was too much work. But like just a lot of shaving. Yeah, you're right. I, yeah. I might I might just do buzz. Just yeah. do like real small like thin buzz. Mm-hmm. Just whoop. Fucking Christ. God damn. Mm, keep Me. thinking about the warmth. The war. <laughs> Think of the summer. That's mm, how I got through the day. When my feet are frozen and I can't feel my toes. Is it really that bad? No, but, you know, sometimes it gets that bad. Yeah. yeah. My feet get sweaty, my socks get wet, and then they freeze. Oh, your socks get You're wet. welcome for that image. Alright. Back to the story. Back, Back to the Sentinel. Of eternity, uh, on Goodreads, it's got an average of four point eight nine. I don't really like Goodreads. Anymore. I don't like it either. Yeah, there's rating really. It's, it's all over the place. It's, it really is. I guess that's because humans, place. but you know. It, well, it's it's just an accumulated score yeah. of people reading. Yeah. And what's interesting is when I was looking through the, the 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 reviews for it, half of the reviews were people who picked up the anthology. Mm-hmm. And read the whole anthology and was like, oh, no, I didn't really, you know, some of the stories caught my eye. I didn't like the others. It's like, oh, well, I was looking for the actual Sentinel, the short story, but okay. It is only six pages, but then again, the egg had a whole review. So that was three pages. So fuck you. I don't know. Hmm. Anyway. So. I thought this story was perfect because uh, uh, we we had uh, uh, there's that art thing in Utah, the monolith that showed up. I really want to make one that can't be removed, just to say fuck you to those guys that removed it. I know it's horrible that something got placed out there because nature and all that bullshit. But wouldn't it be funny? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Like, like something. I don't know who removed it. They, they still don't know who. They know it was like four people 
under the cover of darkness went out there and removed it. Yeah, yeah, they filmed it and they posted it online. It's a, it's a bunch of good dudes. Oh, they just decided to remove it? Yeah, they just came and grabbed it, like pretty much like knocked it over and picked it up, put it on a wheelbarrow and wheeled it out. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay, whatever, whatever. I know I know that they they figured out that uh it um based on Google Maps um data they were able to figure out that the uh it was placed there back in 2016. <laughs> they don't know who, but <laughs> that's great. But love it. you know, cuz Google Maps does doesn't update daily so you can't see if like someone just stops by an area and like yeah. with cars. Yeah. It updates every once in a while so then they're able to figure out well it's like 2016. It's just crazy to create an art exhibit that then you don't know if it's going to be discovered when it, like you have no idea when it will be discovered and you're just like, well, it's just out there now. And, uh, well, you know, okay. it was cool. But at the same time, you know, like I, I did say nature bullshit, but I, I guess people were just like going out there and trancing all over the fucking everything. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's probably good. It was removed. Yeah, probably good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, are good. I didn't know that, but apparently, the uh, after after it was found, a bunch of um, copycats, yeah, yeah all popped the, up all, all over, over the world. Place. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. I want to be a copycat. We needed that in 2020, honestly. Yeah, a weird monolith discovered that obviously we made because why would we make a monolith without <laughs> having read or known about 20, 2001 A Space Odyssey? Yeah. All right. So the Sentinel, the gist of it is we humans, we've gone to the moon. We got a lunar base. We're like fucking living it up and we 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 did it. And there's a research team out there on uh the uh Sea of Serenity, Sea of no, Sea of Crisis. And um they're driving around and one of the operators in this giant turtle track thing i don't know they don't describe how big it is it seems like it's pretty good size yeah he calls it a cat i bet yeah, it's cat. like it seemed like a motorhome size yeah they can live in it yeah but it still goes places it seemed like a pretty effective thing i think they should use that if we actually do form a moon base yeah because we totally have the state of mind to spend that much money fuck you can't even decide on how to help people yeah i know sex. Such so anyway, so we're on anyway. It's a, it's a team, and this guy's just cooking dinner, and he looks out on the horizon, and he sees this shiny thing off in the distance. He's like, "Oh, what's that?" And he gets out his telescope and looks, and he doesn't know exactly what it is, but he sees it's pretty shiny, and it's on a flat surface. He's like, "Well, let's just go out there and climb a cliff." And everyone else with him's like, "That's crazy," but okay, we're kind of yeah. bored. Literally, just putting a pile on so people know where to go. Are they? I thought they were doing research. They were just collecting shit and literally tracking, making out tracks. So when people like, so when they actually started building and and actually mining stuff in the area, they could easily, more easily navigate. Huh? It was like a little minor expedition force. I didn't catch that. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So they drive up to the mountain. They climb the mountain, and they find a crystal ball, crystal thing that can has a force field that makes it timeless and i like that their solution for breaking it open is nuking it yeah they just nuked it <laughs> let's just go all the way let's just go all the way and then the story leads off with 
Well, obviously, man didn't create it. There's a whole little, like, section where, like, when the guy first sees it, he's like, oh, maybe ancient Egyptians made it. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, right. This is, like, 1940s that this guy's writing. And, yeah. And we still didn't have a firm grasp of, like, ancient history. <laughs> uh, I mean, we still yeah. don't have a great grasp. But even then, back for some reason, back in that time, they were just, well, maybe we could have done a lot of stuff. We don't know. Ancient aliens. This was ancient aliens, yeah. yeah. And then, anyway, so but no, yeah, they 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 unlock it by firing a nuke off, and mm. they find out that yeah, an alien race left it, and they'll pro- they're probably coming to now see what's going on. Yeah, like I like how they're like, they break it open by nuking it, and by nuking it, they break it, so they can't figure out how to fix it. <laughs> how the fuck it? Was. Yeah, but they quickly like it's just pointed out that that's kind of the point. We're just supposed to break it, so then they're like, "Oh shit, wait, some something broke it." What? Oh, let's go see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the aliens are coming. These are the most laziest aliens ever, too. Like they don't leave behind something that's actively monitoring and continuously sing- sending signals. It is like semi. Autonomous. It's just a fucking ball that's constantly sending out a signal that, oh yeah, it's still here, it's still here, it's still here, and then suddenly it turns off, and it's designed so only a sentient race that that can travel As through nukes. space can turn it off by blowing it up. It's there's there's so many questions here. I like I did like the story though overall. And maybe pacing. maybe it's like a nice little warning. Like let's see how violent this creature is that turned it off. Did they turn it off with a nuke, or did they turn it off with that button that's hidden underneath it? <laughs> <laughs> that's a great point. That's a great point. Maybe yeah, maybe that yeah, maybe they could have put that in. It's just like. <laughs> let's see what direction they took it i kind of wish the story was built out a little more when it came to the end section of where they were trying to figure out how to open it i can see why i mean this story was considered a failure for a while until they readapted it for 2001 space odyssey uh. like this was i'm not kidding they literally critics did not like it it was barely able to get published That's stupid. and it was lost lost for a while until in 69 when they released the movie hmm how strange how uh like i wonder what things are bombing nowadays and in 50 years people would be like "Ooh, that's kind of cool i don't know i think that speaks to the fact that as a struggle if you're a struggling writer or anything i mean if you create shit and you're having a hard time getting it published that doesn't mean it's shit forever because honestly there's a lot behind this story that that has a lot working for it and i, I think Kubrick with with Arthur C. Clarke definitely figured out how to make it work. Yeah. Because as it is, it's like, oh, okay. There's a lot of questions here. I like those questions. I'm not sure about it overall, though. Mm-hmm. I definitely forget about this in probably a few days, which is why it's good I read it last night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll probably forget here in a week or so. Well, I was struggling to stay awake, which is also another testament of uh, the quality, which I'm having to reread the same paragraph. <laughs> Of a six-page story. You're uh, you're pulling a high school. You're reading it at like three in the morning when you're just like, "Fuck, I gotta get this done." (laughs) This was this was after I got back from work. It was from eleven to midnight. I was like, "Yeah, eleven to midnight. That's fucking late, you motherfucker." I stay up late. Oh god, 
I work nights. It's pretty pretty regular for me to stay up late. You're the one that has to get up early, so you have no problem being up right now, and I'm like dying. This is why you uh, this is why you push it back half an hour. You're like, I want to stay in bed. And oh no, that was just because I was lazy. I was like laying in bed. I was like, I need to get a shower here. Or it could just ask for us to meet a half hour later. If it makes you feel any better, I uh, completely forgot about it. So you texted me, and I'm like, oh, fuck. At least at least you pushed That's it back because I was dropping the wife off at work at like 10. That's perfect. Yeah, and it, it gave me time really to read well. the book. Yeah, exactly. Well. I always push back a half hour from the <laughs> always, point. Always, always push it again, you know? <laughs> perfect. <laughs> It helps both of us. How many times has it been that it's like, let's meet at this time? And you're like, okay. It's the day of. I'm like, can we meet like it always gives a me little later? <laughs> always gives me the half hour I need to read the story. <laughs> Perfect. It reminds you and you're like, ah, shit, I need to read the story. Yeah, that's, pretty much. That's a great thing that I found only like a six page story. So. <laughs> I was a little worried. I was like, oh, fuck, this is going to be bad. I really hope I didn't choose like some long thing. Well, I'd selected this for, for, for last time. And I was like, shit, we're really busy right now. I should probably find like a short one. So, so, cause I was originally looking for, um, um, Stephen King short stories, but every one I was finding was 40 pages long. I was like, fuck you, Stephen King. Short story, my ass. These are not short stories. And then every time I would go and look at it, it was in collections of, of these are novellas and novelettes. And like, those aren't short stories. <laughs> Fuck you, Google. Oh, well. So then I was just like, all right, Arthur C. Clarke, just find something. Short, sweet, look, Sentinel, awesome, six pages, sweet. Perfect. Anyway. So. Like, I don't know. I, I like the, it makes me. Wish I uh, was born later. Born later. <laughs> I was gonna take it somewhere like I, it makes me feel good about humanity and hope that eventually we get there. But I I went down the depressing side. There's some things about 2001 Space Out, or well, I guess Arthur C. Clarke's writings that 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 is really nice, especially especially all this stuff regarding space travel, because he's writing in the 50s and from his perspective. We were going to do it in 50 years. We were going to be on the moon and have a base and all this shit. And then none of it happened. We got to the moon and said, wow, why did we come here? <laughs> yeah. We, we did it for three years and we're like, those three years were nice. It was sweet. We did it. Don't need to do it again. At least, uh, at least, at least this latest, you know, tries for the moon thing where we have that like moon base moon base like uh fuck what is it the gateway yeah the gateway yeah it seems to be making progress like you know i don't know every once in a while we have a president that's all about it and then they're like we're doing it we're doing it and then the next president comes in and we're like we're not doing that we're doing this and we're like well we're doing that we're doing that and then the other one comes in and we're like well now we're doing this and we're doing this space administration kit it has it works on like a whole different time scale to than political ones and it that's why it's not great for the US. Yeah. They should really make like a a budget bill that's like locked in for a long period. They know? probably should, you know. <laughs> and maybe not make it at the dis at the discretion and the disposal of the president at the time so they're just like Space Force. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know right. Fuck. <laughs> maybe Congress should just get that. 
Anyway. I was thinking, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, the U.S. loves to spend money on the military, so maybe this will be the kickstart to, like, some great thing. And then it turned into a joke. Into a joke. It's just a joke. You know? Well, it was always a joke to begin with, because it was just like, what the fuck are you... What? Don't you realize we have treaties to keep weapons out of space? I was really hoping, like, there'd be, like, some sort of, like, thing where the UN were like, hey, it's kind of time we should, like, review these laws that were, like, made back in the 50s. You would think. <laughs> no. No, no. It's okay. Maybe uh, that thing that I kind of hate called capitalism will make things happen. I don't know. I mean, Elon Musk is now the second richest fucking dude. Yeah. Wish I was his kid. And he's got a successful space company, unlike the most richest person in the world. Fuck you, Bezos. He's working on it. He's working on it. No, he's given up on Blue Origins. Did he give up on Blue Origins? He's basically given up on Blue Origins. Yeah, that's okay. Um, Elon Musk is going to eat your ass. Oh, God. <laughs> King <That's> K. weird. <laughs> Maybe I want that. What I'm saying is that I really like the story because it's like, yeah, this is the kind of future. And it definitely fits in with, like, the Martian from Andy Weir. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. Kind of. It's up there. Did you not know that? I did notice that. I never mentioned it, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, it's a good sign, though. Like, um, the, the head of the Cos, I don't know what they call it, the Russian Space Agency. Yeah. Um, likes to talk, is apparently talking shit about SpaceX. So that's, a, you know, it's like, ha! We're, we're affecting the rest of the world. And by where, I mean, you know, a company that's. Oh my god. We're living in a special time right now. It's it's gonna be it's gonna get interesting. Yeah. It's gonna get interesting. I mean, there's not much to the story to be honest. No, not really. I'm just gonna say that. I mean it's it's interesting because it's it's kind of the, the morsel, it's like a little bit of a idea of what created something that in science fiction is a big deal, which is two thousand space odyssey. Um and it's just interesting. I mean, it's, but it, but it, but it's also overplayed now. Wouldn't it be cool though to be on a construction crew on the moon, just like stick a pile on? Yeah, imagine doing the job that you're doing earlier this year, but you're on the moon. Yeah, that sounds awful to be honest. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> what do I got to stare at? The Earth and some dust. That's yeah. That's what the guy was like. It's just like there's not a lot here. I, I did want to like put. Uh, uh, Gotta put like the spectacles on and start talking like a you know. Oh, he did it again! Christ, he <laughs> did it again. That's why the cord goes on the left side. No, but it's got the right. Oh, yeah, it's a weird pair of headphones. I don't know. I don't understand. Maybe I, I think it's for left backwards. left-handed people. Nope, I don't have mine on backwards. No, mine must just be for left-handed people. Yes, <laughs> I don't know. Um. Uh, uh, you know, I gotta, I gotta cinch up the trousers and get the suspenders on and get my nerd glasses anyway, and, and say that, you know, a lot of what he's writing in this little short story is wrong about the moon. You, th I, I have no, I don't know anything about the moon, so you're gonna have to enlighten me here. A, a lot of the geology. The guy's supposed to be a geologist, and of course it was written back in 48, so they didn't really know all that much about the moon geology, because we hadn't been there. Uh, Okay. But all the seas in Mare were not created by actual oceans. Those are just old impact craters that fractured the crest crust of the moon to create giant deposits of molten lava. So they that, were lakes, just not water. Lakes of 
lava. Okay, cool. Actually, the moon was so bombarded by asteroids that almost half of the mantle was emptied onto the surface of the fucking planet. That's cool. Of Well, not the planet, of the moon. Yeah, planetoid. Planetoid. That's cool. That's a cool word. It would be really cool, though, if the moon was big enough to, like, sustain plant life or, like, have, like, an atmosphere at some point. And That'd be neat. That would be, it'd be a cool, like, thought, but that's about it. That'd be neat. Definitely. But then the planets would be, like, in a dancing motion. Yeah. We'd be swinging around in circles. Yeah, you'd be, like, dancing around the star, and that that's how a planet gets, like thrown out because the orbit it's called the three body problem at least at least okay that might mean we have uh like the earth has some way of getting rid of us by throwing itself into nowhere yep just throw us out it's like a garbage disposal yeah once once some shitty civilization shows up you just throw the planet away I wonder if this is how humans is gonna how human bleh. I wonder if this is how humans are going to try and like explore space if we continue to exist in a million years is by lazily leaving satellites on other planetoids that might eventually produce life. And then just going on on our own way. Just like whatever. Yeah, I guess you'd But at that point why not just have like a, a satellite way the fuck out there, like Pluto, where it can't be discovered. If you really don't want to, like, affect... We're going to, like, the Star Trek, where you don't want to affect civilization. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know. Got get that, uh, that, uh, that, that, fuck you, doctor. Not that fuck you, doctor. I can't remember what it's called. I never watched it, so I just know the basics. I don't know how you like sci-fi, and yet you haven't really watched any Star Trek. I don't know, okay? Maybe I'll make that a two-watch show or something. There's so many, like, it feels like it's just been, like, dragged out into, like, this money-making type of thing. There's so many versions of it that I just don't know. Well, you got the original Star Trek, which was made back in the 60s. You got all their movies, which some are good, some aren't great. And then you got Next Generation that was made back in the 80s into the 90s. And they had a whole bunch of, of, basically, it started with Next Generation, went to Deep Space Nine, then Voyager, and then Enterprise. And it stopped for a while, and now it's back. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of versions for me to go one. Yeah, they're all about seven seasons long. I mean, that's a lot of fucking seasons. If you're looking for uh, for shows to binge watch, or not binge, not even binge watch, just slowly watch. You can watch them. Okay. Like literally, it's not even one a night. It's really hard for me to watch anything anymore because the wife loves The Office, and so. We just watch The Office all the time. Oh. This is like her seventh time watching it. Maybe turn her onto the onto Parks and Rec. She's tried and she didn't like it. She didn't like it. No. How do you not? I don't know. How do you like The Office and not like Parks and Rec? Parks and Rec is so much better than The Office. And I it's. Don't know. I really don't. Know. <laughs> She's weird. Okay. How did we get talking about this? Again? Where are we? No, Star Where Trek. We, right we went now? Star Trek, then we went to go shows, and I don't fucking know. <laughs> Where am I right now? You want to go to the moon with me? We're gonna do it. Let's go. Let's go put a monolith on the blind. Right. Okay. Think about it. We haven't really. We've like scanned the surface of the moon, right? Yeah, a few times. But we haven't really explored it. Like, there's got to be, like, some stuff that we haven't found on the surface that we won't find until someone walks by it. And it's just like, huh, 
I mean, there's that Fucking whole there, there's that whole saying that that we know more about the moon than we do about the ocean. That is true. Um, which that's crazy. Yeah, but there's a lot of ocean, and ocean's harder than space. Think about how big of an oh shit moment this is. Is we're out, we're out in space. We got out there. This is a big deal. We're flying around, go on a planet. Dead. Dead planet empty. There's nothing there. We know life has never existed on this planet. And we find some shit there that was obviously built. How <laughs> that is how do you not freak the fuck out? Well, he kind of freaked the fuck out. He's know. just like, oh. And they just stare at it. He's fucking, I don't know. <laughs> just good. Holy shit, what is happening? <laughs> like how the guy's like trying to climb. He's like, hey, yo, what's up there? Can I come up? I wonder if the, the guy who discovered that uh, art installation in the middle of Utah was just like holy fuck what the fuck is this shit what's well, what's interesting is is there's a lot of parallels to how the one in Utah was found to this one in which with this one it was a science team that's just like expeditioning out on the moon whereas with the Utah one it was a science team hunting bighorn sheep that was like what the fuck is that <laughs> they spot it from their craft that Moves from them a, from place from to a place. helicopter. Yeah. It's just like even the pilot didn't notice it. And like one of those, just like what is that? And the pilot was like, "What is that? Shiny, shiny. That's interesting. <laughs> I think that's a human thing. Shiny. Oh, shiny. What's well, a shiny thing? <laughs> that's what the thing was in this book. To, in the in the short story, it was a shiny thing. Shiny. Maybe uh. It's got maybe on the dark side of the moon there's something shiny that we haven't found because it's on the dark side of the moon. I don't fucking know. Well, they, they, I don't know if you know this, but um, so there's like Lagrange points and there's there's special orbital spots along planets. Yeah. In orbital bodies where they can just stay in position and not be affected, like it's really yeah. sound, sound orbits. Yeah. Um, they found one uh for the Earth that it's a small metallic thing, huh. spherical. And it's it's in one of those points. Let's go. Let's go within ahead. like Earth's. Which Lagrange? I don't. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, so I want to believe you because I know you're not the type to go down the crazy conspiracy theory videos on YouTube. I don't go down that. I just I just read about these conspiracy theories because they're funny. But at the same time, that just seems way too conspiracy theory. Like, well, it's not really conspiracy. I haven't seen anything about it. It was just like, oh, it's a satellite monitoring Earth, and I was like, well. That's what I thought. I was like, oh, it's like a little thing. And it's like, oh, weird. Okay, that's interesting. That'd be a great spot for an alien. Just put like, boop. Or one of these planets might do something. Fuck it. I'm out. <laughs> it's, uh, it's the probe. What do you got? I wish uh, I wish we're, we were interstellar species that discovered another creature. Because I would love to uh, probe them. Just kidding. It'd be really fun to fuck with them, though. Like, Wow. Come on. you. <laughs> Do you ever watch? Do you ever read the book series called Bob and Bob the Verse? Bob the Verse. Bob the uh. Let's see. The first book is called I Am Bob or something like that. No, it's part of this book series that's called the Bob the Verse. Um, but this guy, um, synopsis. Uh, just a quick, quick. What's thing. this guy do? He's uh. So he's he's from like this era. He gets really rich. Um. Puts himself in that program where they take your head off and freeze it. So that, like, oh uh, yeah, I I, I want to say I was looking through uh, Audible the other day and I saw that and I was like, what the fuck is this? So no, thank you. it's really good. It's re- it's really good. You really? Should, okay. Yeah. Um, 
Anywho's hundred years, two hundred years, what a long period of time. Um, his um, he's like a ship, isn't he? Yeah, he gets put into a ship, yeah. a space program. Oh wow! Um, and he's a Norman Norman probe. I can't remember what they're called. Yeah, and he just like explores the the galaxy. Yeah, he explores and makes more of himself, and you know, one of themselves discovers the creatures on this planet and becomes part of them like he makes like wow yeah it's really good just fucking read the series well that's that it's uh, well uh uh, yeah no i actually i did discover that i was like oh that's interesting i don't want to read this right now it's really really good even though i looked at my library and between books that i actually read and books that i listened to i think i did 45 books over 2020 45 that's pretty decent yeah it's not bad it's bad Mm. anyway yeah no um uh, that was actually postulated as an idea of how we could colonize space, because that was one of the things with, you know, we don't see anything out in space, and we're like, well, we're, why is there no aliens out there? Because you can just do this, in which you make self-replicating probes that go everywhere, and then eventually colonize space within a few million years, which isn't much for a galaxy's perspective. I... I hate the whole like thought of space exploration at that slow of a pace. Isn't that sucks, right? I hate it. Yeah. Like, oh my god, please just uh... Unfortunately I think it is gonna be that way. Uh... Like humans, we got we got a long road ahead of us. That makes me depressed because that means I won't get to see shit. Yeah. You gotta freeze your head. I'm not a generational uh, building type of guy. Okay, this is not a my kids of kids of kids will do this shit. This is a, I want to see it, motherfucker. Yeah, humans are never that way. <laughs> so you're just normal. <laughs> uh, we never like all right. So we might not be able to do it, nor will children or grandchildren. But some a ways down there, we'll have a whole space empire. That sounds pretty cool, right? Yeah, I think I'm gonna just, I think I'm just gonna get big house now. Yeah. That that sounds like something I can do now. Yeah. Space Empire, that's a lot. That sounds like a lot of work that uh, I won't ever see. So I'm just gonna get a big house and look at my car. That's a good car. And fuck you. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, that's, I'll take that. Just kidding. No. <laughs> oh my god. Maybe maybe my kid will somehow become friends with Elon Musk's child. And Does he have a child? Yeah, they just had a kid like a few months ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh. Actually, he has Are like, you saying you have, he you're has a, a few kids, actually. But you better not have a kid. I'm not having a kid anytime soon. I can't afford that's, that that's bullshit. Good. That's good. I have a coworker, an ex-coworker who just had a child. He said that total cost at this uh, hospital without the specialist was $10,000. Fuck. Yeah. That's why you need insurance. America. Who doesn't love it? All right. Yeah. We really went off topic there. That doesn't matter. (laughs) This is a hobby podcast. (laughs) This is a hobby cast. Oh, the hobby cast. Hobby cast. Where we talk about stuff. We sit in the basement, don't make money, and... uh, Four dollars. Four (laughs) dollars. It would cost us more to advertise than the amount of money we've made back. 
I wonder if we could act, I wonder, would it actually be profitable to advertise? Probably not. Would it be better for a listenership? Maybe. We gotta, we gotta keep going, okay, someday. If anything, this is just like a professional excuse to get together and just fuck around. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Well, okay, um, let us know what you would do if you, you found an alien probe. I would, Hopefully uh, not in your rectum. What if the key to getting into the probe was to stick your dick in it? It's like, fluke. That was the key. <laughs> and instead we nuked it. Come on, okay? <laughs> There's probably many ways to break into it. And we chose the violence. Would, would you keep the alien probe a secret? I mean, probably if it's in your ass, yes. <laughs> Uh, you go to the docks, that's, you're like, that's I a fell very, on it. That's a, that's a very embarrassing probe to have. It, 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 it's like, yeah, yeah, they just beamed me up and they left one in. Oh, my God. And the doctor would be like, yeah, he probably just fell on this toy. <laughs> and by fell on it. He... The doctor's like, oh, wow, this guy has really weird sexual habits. I don't want to know anything uh, Don't about. judge. Don't kink shame. Don't kink shame. Just let it happen. All right. No, what would you do? What would you do? You find something like this. Probably nothing. You'd probably just record it and make it a meme today that would be funny though or social social media fucking thing we, we already know what happens we already saw it this this fucking fall go trancing all over everything and, and join us in three years when we do the same thing yeah <laughs> i don't know what i'm saying right now i'm losing my fucking mind it's okay buddy oh we're doing fine yeah that's why we do this early in the morning when i am sleep deprived and Oh yeah, you never sleep. Twitchy about that. <laughs> Fuck. You. And sometimes you're high. I'm gonna buy you some edibles so you can sleep. Do you think that would make me sleep? Actually, maybe. Maybe. I'll, maybe I'll some of those CBD ones. And uh, maybe you should see. try that. Yeah. I don't have a job that requires drug testing. Perfect. I'm gonna get you some. Do you like gummies or chocolate? I don't cookies? know. You know. Maybe chocolate. Okay. This will be a good experiment. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the end. It has been a podcast. I am Mason with my co-host. Cubes. Okay. Sounds right. I hope you've enjoyed. Um, as I said, the Sentinel doesn't have much behind it. It's an interesting story, and it definitely gives you an idea that if you're an aspiring writer, and maybe you write something, and you don't see it getting published, maybe that's a good clue that it's not good, and you should rewrite it. <laughs> I thought you were going to go down the nice one of wait a few tens of years. No. <laughs> Just let it sit for 10 or 20 years. Get better. <laughs> It'll mature like a good cheese. I, I don't know. Yeah, I guess this isn't so bad uh, overall right now. I mean, I like the the writing's decent. You can see you can see it going somewhere, but I could see why this was also not not accepted by a publisher very quickly it took three years to publish for a major author let it ripen ripen like a good cheese okay I don't know